On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Monday, November 15th, Ian Cameron. Uh, Jimmy Murphy with us. Oh, beautiful background there for Jimmy if you're watching on uh, YouTube. Wonderful cabinet behind him there. But uh, ready to break down the uh, Monday card, which is a short card, only two games. Uh, with just two games, we'll uh, a little weekend review. Uh, I really went into Saturday's games a lot uh, on yesterday's show, so I'll just be brief about yesterday. Look, Calgary did what I thought they would do, put the boots to Ottawa, Ravage team. And now the NHL has come to their damn senses finally and saying, you know what, we got to postpone some of these games for Ottawa. They just can't compete right now with the roster they're putting out there on the ice with all the uh, COVID issues. So uh, that good job by the league finally doing that. Uh, Edmonton, nice win against St. Louis last night. The struggles continue for the Montreal Canadiens. They lose to the Boston Bruins, who had a nice weekend, back-to-back wins for the Bruins over the Devils and the Habs uh, this weekend. Uh, The Canucks continue to free fall. It is getting ugly and All of a sudden, the calls from the locals there on Travis Green are getting louder uh, and louder. And I don't want to put all the blame at at his feet, but clearly there's some issues, especially at the defensive end of the ice right now with that team. Uh, It's just ugly right now in Van City. uh, And there's definitely uh, a very disgruntled, upset fan base with what's going on there the last few games. Uh, Jimmy, good to see you back. Good to have you back. Uh, Thoughts on what we saw in the NHL on, on the weekend? Yeah, it was some very interesting games. I mean, close to home, I'm obviously focused on the Bruins, and it, it appears that Jeremy Swayman is uh, taking over the starting goalie job there. He got back-to-back starts when he wasn't scheduled to. It was supposed to be Allmark last night against the Canadians after Swayman started on Saturday in New Jersey, but Swayman got the call again. And, uh, you know, a, a little rough start. I, I kind of got burnt on the uh, first period over there, uh, and the Bruins winning the first period. Thought they would jump all over the halves from the get-go, but they did gain their speed. They found their way and they beat them there. And then you just look around the NHL right now. I mean, I, I, it, not really from a betting standpoint, but I, I think it was absolutely disgusting that nothing happened to Sidney Crosby uh, for what he did against the Washington Capitals last night. I mean, if, if Tom Wilson had done what he did, uh, he's getting five games minimum, I think. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I get he's a superstar, and I get sometimes they're going to get the benefit of the doubt, but you got you got to set an example. You just can't let people ragdoll other players like that so uh a little little stunned that not even a fine nothing was discussed not even a penalty not even a fine but i guess i shouldn't be when it comes to the department of player safety yeah i mean it's Sidney crosby we got to treat him with kid gloves and we got to give him uh the benefit of the doubt at any you're right if that's tom wilson or some thug or mugger or whatever you want to call it some uh, goon out there or fourth liner or someone that played a physical brand of hockey routinely you know, that would have been a different story. If that's good Branson on Calgary, or I'm just uh, at the top of my head, I'm thinking of people who, you know, there might be a suspension there uh, on a play like that. But uh, 
nevertheless, yeah, Sidney Crosby does something like that. And yes, you just, uh, you know, just uh, don't do that again and you move on uh, without any uh, reprimand or anything like that. But uh, Monday's uh, games, uh, just two of them uh, here tonight. Yeah. We'll turn our attention to those. We've got the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay minus 130, home favorites, five and a half the total, shaded to the under. Um, you know, initially when I looked at this game, I said, boy, let me try to make a case for the Islanders because they definitely should be chomping at the bit, you know, to beat Tampa Bay. This is a team that's given them some grief, uh, obviously, uh, in the playoffs the last couple of years, ended their season. They should be fired up to play uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing some much better hockey lately. They're starting to, you know, wake up, get away from that early season slumber where they kind of were up and down, a little bit inconsistent. They're playing better lately. A nice win against Florida, 3-2 to two in overtime uh, on the weekend uh, and looking to keep that going here against the Islanders. And the thing that concerns me for the Islanders is, you know, the immense amount of time they've spent on the road, basically the entire last month of the season, it's catching up to them. You know, they're not playing great hockey. They're only 2-3 and three in their last five games. It's been a struggle. It's been a grind uh, for this Islanders team. And I think they just want to get home. You know, they've got Florida. Uh, taking on the Panthers tomorrow night to end this incredible stretch of games uh, where they're starting with their first uh, 13 games uh, on the road. And then they'll finally go home to the brand new building uh, this Saturday to uh, entertain the Calgary Flames. So, yeah, definitely some issues right now uh, with the uh, Islanders in terms of the road weary travel schedule that they've endured. So uh, for that reason, I'm going to pass the game. Uh, I talked myself out of the Islanders. I'm, I don't, I haven't made a bet on either of the games tonight, to be honest with you. It's just a very, very weak card. It's only two games. Uh, but uh, this one, I might look at a goal score proper too. I, I don't even know if I'll do that because I don't know if you're going to see many goals in this game, but uh, it's a pass for me. Uh, you know, it's just, and that's rare, even on a two game card, usually I got a couple of bets at least and, uh, not the case today. It's not a great, uh, betting board. We'll save up for tomorrow where we've got a, a really good one, uh, to look into uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Islanders lightning. I'm loving the under here. Ian. I mean, you just said it probably not going to see a lot of scoring here. Uh, two good goalies and, and look, Vasilevsky has just uh, kind of, you said Tampa, you know, was off to a rough start. So maybe we weren't talking about him as much. But in some of these games they're winning lately, he's just been like uh, putty out there. He twists in any which way. Like you can't, the guy's an acrobat. It's, it's amazing some of the saves he's making right now. And he's in a zone. So I'm liking the under for sure in this game. Yeah. And uh, the Islanders, by the way, 0-6 in the last six against teams with winning records as well. So that's that stands out to you as well. So the ability to be able to step up in classes, at least early on in the season here, come into question a little bit here for uh, the New York Islanders. And again, you just get that sense that this team's just counting down the, the hours, the minutes and the seconds to getting on a flight back home because this has just been an absolutely uh, you know beast of a road schedule to begin the year and finally they're going to get back home after these last two games in the state of florida here early this week all right andrew mcginnis is with us now we welcome him in andrew what do you think here islanders and lightning guys i'll just say uh straight up I, i'm gonna pl i'm planning on fading florida or uh, new york both tonight and tomorrow you know let's not wait until tomorrow's show starts here let's i'm gonna say it um i really really like the florida panthers tomorrow minus 155 uh, so it's a, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, it's a really crappy slate, only two games today, but uh, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll point out I really like that uh, play for tomorrow, though, because this is going to be the final game. Florida's off a huge game um, that was a rivalry game, Sunshine State battle. 
uh, went to overtime, I believe. And uh, it was just an unbelievable game against two competitive teams. Tampa Bay got the revenge on them. I think the Islanders, the last teams that you want to be playing to end off your huge skid and road trip are these two teams from Florida. I, I truly believe that. And uh, I think the biggest thing that you mentioned, Ian, was the fact that they haven't they haven't beaten any team with a winning record, you know, in six straight times. And I'll tell you, the brilliant teams they have beat, my Montreal Canadiens, not saying much, as they just collapsed against uh, Jimmy's Bruins, the Arizona Coyotes, and the Chicago Blackhawks. So let's not, you know, people love to say the expression, you can only play who you can play and, and play your schedule. But that expression kind of pisses me off sometimes because I will measure teams off the good wins they have, not the so-so wins against bad teams. So I thought minus 130-35 was a really generous price here. You know, uh, is there a letdown spot for Tampa Bay? Is there, hey, you know, we haven't played in four days. We're rested. Let's, let's end this road trip off on a good note. Sure. But I just think that uh, you look at this team, they have the second fewest goals for guys in the league. And pretty much if we take away Arizona in every category, because they should be in just the bottom of everything, that puts the Islanders in last in the entire National Hockey League in scoring. And this is a team that I always thought had plenty of depth. And right now, take Barzell out of the lineup, take Brock Nelson out of the lineup. Who the hell do we have out there for them? Because, it's not, you know, it's no goal fest for the Islanders every night. So I like Tampa tonight, but I also like the other Florida team tomorrow against the same team. So two plays fading the same team. Yeah, it's just uh, at this point in time for the Islanders, it's, it's, they've been on the road for a while. They're excited to get home. And not only that, but they're ending this grueling road schedule with two of the better teams in the NHL, uh, which is not going to be an easy way to end it. So tough sledding for uh, Barry Trotz and the Islanders. We'll see if they can muster up any uh, thing in the tank these next two nights, starting tonight here in Tampa Bay. Uh, the second game, Detroit-Columbus tonight. We've got Columbus minus 130 home favorites, five and a half the total here uh, across the board. Uh, the Red Wings uh, coming off a 3-2 overtime win Saturday night uh, against uh, Montreal. Uh, prior to that, they got shut out by Washington, but then they had won three in a row before the uh, shutout loss to Washington. So you're looking at a Detroit team that's 4-1 and one, uh, in their last five games. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, they lose 5-3 to the New York Rangers, and really it was a 62-second span in the second period that doomed them in that game. Uh, they were up two to one. And then before you know it, there's uh, three goals in just over a minute from Chris Kreider, Artemi Panarin, and Jacob Truba for the New York Rangers. And suddenly they're up 4-2 in that game. And they pretty much cruised to victory uh, from that point on. So uh, impressive win there for the uh, Rangers. And probably one of the worst games in net in a while for Merzlikens. He's had a pretty solid year, but uh, obviously things came apart for him in the uh, second period. Uh, in that game, he struggled against the Rangers. He'd been really terrific in every game before that. So, uh, you know, and against the Rangers, he struggled. Actually, both starts he made against the Rangers, he's really had a tough time. And other than that, he's played great uh, in goal for the Jackets uh, this year. So we'll see if the uh, Jackets can bounce back here in this one against Detroit. This is the game I probably came closest to betting, and I still might. You know, by default, I've probably got to use this as best bet on the show, and that's Detroit you know, at the plus price, just because I like the way uh, what I'm seeing from this team. And I'm always interested in them and in, as at an underdog, especially when we've seen them, you know, beat Washington early in the year. We've seen them beat Edmonton, you know, last week uh, as underdogs, and they have been able to beat some 
solid teams as well during this stretch. I like what I'm seeing from them. And this could be the game where I look at, you know, a couple of the uh, goal scoring props. Maybe we look at uh, Lucas Raymond uh, for the Detroit Red Wings, who certainly had a ton of chances and opportunity and playing on that top line with Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi uh, as well for this team. Uh, he's definitely someone that's uh, stepped it up uh, this year. Or this year, he's been terrific. Uh, the young 19-year-old Dylan Larkin has been really strong lately for the uh, Re- uh, Red Wings as well since returning from that stint away from the team for personal reasons. He scored three goals uh, in the four games, including two against Montreal Saturday night. So maybe a couple goal score props, maybe a small bet here on Detroit. But uh, again, I didn't love anything on this card. So for the sake of having something, uh, to give our viewers and listeners on this show, I'll say Detroit here uh, at a plus price. And it's probably going to be by default my best bet on the show today uh, as well. Uh, Jimmy, your thoughts here, Red Wings, Blue Jackets. Yeah, I'm with you too. I like the Red Wings in this in this spot right now. Uh, still Columbus, we got to remember, is missing some guys there. And the Red Wings have been a pesky bunch. Uh, and, you know, I know some of the teams you're beating aren't the best teams out there, but still they're winning. Uh, some games and a lot more than I think we all expected. So I'll go with the Red Wings in this game uh, to take the win on the road with the money line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Columbus, to be honest with you, I'm not totally shot. Columbus has lost, uh, you know, a couple in a row now, uh, the last two games. And I think at some point they're going to fade, fade a little bit. I know they're seven and five. They've actually had a better start than I thought, but starting to see some uh, leaks uh, in the dam right now, the last couple games for the Jackets. Uh, Andrew, your thoughts here with Detroit Columbus. Just wanted to say, it just got announced. Uh, Senators games postponed until at least through November twentieth, guys. So I just saw that uh, they decided yeah, to take some it should action. Should have been done this weekend, to be honest with you. That team just is is that ro- roster is just not NHL caliber, and they're paying the price. They're going to keep losing if they keep mm. putting out the kind of lineup they put out there yesterday against Calgary. So it's about time the league stepped in. Yeah, I'm just mad at myself. I didn't make some good bet- good bets against them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Um, as far as that goes, I actually had some friends at that game, man. I feel bad for anybody that paid tickets to go watch those games. I mean, they're still NHL players, but man, he traveled from the East coast to go visit his brother and, and the top six was like unrecognizable, you know, but, uh, yeah, in this game in particular, the thing is I would have loved to have been able to come on here and talk about props, um, because it's only a two game slate. The problem is I think both games are really low scoring. So it kind of takes me off and wanting to talk props a little bit. I do think that Dylan Larkin at plus two twenties quite ridiculous um, with what he's been able to do. I mean, usually kind of the top players and captains like that aren't really plus 220. But uh, I like the under in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Columbus has not played well defensively recently. They'll try and fix that. To Jimmy's point about the injuries, I I always say that uh, we shouldn't overreact to injuries. But with some teams, I think like Columbus, we can. um, Because I think it's a lot more noticeable with some teams than others. And with them, missing a few key guys, including line A is huge. There's no questioning it. Um, I mean, look what happened with the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is coming from an East coaster, but I mean, they've almost looked worse, worse with Crosby in the lineup so far. (laughs) But uh, you know, sometimes you look at teams when they lose a player and and they rally around them and play well, but I just don't think Columbus has that, uh, you know, um, supporting cast to do it. So I think it's a really good game from, for me, it's dog or pass. But Columbus has had pretty good analytics that they deserve more goals than they're getting. Um, I, I just think that both teams put forward a good defensive effort here. I like the under in both games, um, but I really like the one in this, uh, the under in this game. All right, liking the under here with uh, Detroit and uh, Columbus uh, for Andrew in this one. And you're right about Pittsburgh. This is now two in a row where they got Crosby back, among others, 
and they lost the game. It was New Jersey a few weeks ago. They got Crosby back and they lost the game. Uh, and then last night they get him back and they lose to Washington. They really don't play well. So it's almost like, and it's this is what happens. It's human nature. Everybody says, hey, we got Sid back. We can relax. We can slough off. We can just expect to win now with him back on the ice. And we don't have to really put in the grunt work or do, you know, it's just a human. It's just one of those mechanical reactions uh, emotionally in the brain. Yeah. It, it triggers itself like, hey, we got Crosby back. Things are going to be fine. Uh, and all of a sudden you don't play well as a team. You're disjointed. You're out of sync. And then that's what happens. And I do want to play devil's advocate to what I'm seeing on Twitter from all kinds of people about the stuff that Crosby was doing yesterday. Ridiculous. But I, I, I do think that it, it's kind of a shame when you have, when that your captain and is one of his first games back has to be the guy that's kind of like getting the boys going. You, you know, Crosby, he he has made, you know, cross checks. He threw the guy to the ice. Obviously that stuff's not good, but it goes to show that first of all, he's trying to get the team going um, and nobody else is really out there doing that. But secondly, I find if everyone's like suspend him, like suspend him for several games, like get rid of him. But I think that it's because he's a superstar. People are saying it's because he's a superstar. He, he he's not getting punishment. I think it's the only reason why we're talking about this is because he's a superstar. If that's anybody else doing that, it's just like, Wow, what a what a dirty hit! Like that's just really dirty. But oh my God, Sidney Crosby did that. Like he's so greasy. It just seems like kind of an overreaction to me. But it's sad to me that he has to be the one to get the boys going. Is kind of the way I took that. Yeah, it was a bad game for Pittsburgh. <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? Last night. I mean, I, I think he got away with murder. That's what I think. That 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 was a dangerous, dangerous play. What I mean, reckless, what, what are we seeing play. right now? Reckless. If he goes in yeah. head first and, and cracks his neck. Oh, I think it's dangerous too. I think I think it should have been a penalty at least or something. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's why people are talking. It's just nothing was called. And it doesn't matter who you are right now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure people. There are a lot of jealous people out there who love to see Sid suffer and would love to see mm-hmm. him get suspended. But just forget that it's Sid. If it's anyone, exactly. it's a penalty, and it should yeah. it should have been suspension war- warranted too as as well. I mean, I just. I don't understand Department of Player Safety anymore. It's just they, they're baffling, man. It's it's I know too up and down, eh, like, Jimmy. I try to defend them, but I can't. I, I I just can't do it. It's just clueless. It's like they throw darts. Okay, that's what we give this one. That's what we give this one. There's just, just no, no consistency yeah, to the no ruling. consistency of discipline. 100% yeah. true. And the yeah, problem is if they avoid one call and then something else happens, they're yeah. like, well, we can't call that now because we didn't give the other. What was it last year? Something happened like a couple weeks after the whole um, – the whole uh, Tom Wilson incident, and they gave a suspension for that that was longer than Wilson's. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yep. And everybody was like, how the hell is that more games than Wilson's? You guys remember? Like, I always thought that was super They weird, don't have but... an explanation, though. That's the problem. No, no. And, and Jimmy, that's that's all I was saying there is that yeah. I think that pe- people should be just people in general. I don't care if you're Wilson or if you're Sid. Just judge people off that. Don't don't judge him because he's a superstar. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. judge the, the, the level of the hit, the danger in the hit, yep. uh, the intent in the hit. It's not about, oh, Tom Wilson does the hit versus Sidney Crosby does the hit. No, it's supposed to be uh, based on, you know, just the maliciousness or or, you know, the danger element uh, of each individual play. That's what if Wilson got suspended every time he did that, Ian, he'd be suspended for half the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Tom Wilson. Uh, and by the way, that's he's going to be suspended a bunch more times uh, as we continue <laughs> to do this show in the weeks, the months and the years to come, for sure. No question about that. What about Kadri? Uh, Will he go in the playoffs this year? Will he make yeah. it a four? He'll get suspended. Of course, that's the annual tradition. The Kadri makes the playoffs and then sits for half of it. You know, that's that's basically uh, what we're, we've become. Uh, I mean, you don't get paid to. in the playoffs anyway. So, hey, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, exactly. Uh, I think it's a situation where, yeah, you'll fi- he'll find some way, Nazem Kadri, to get suspended, I would think, uh, come playoff times, just because that's what he's, that's been the pattern. Uh, that's what he's been doing uh, for this uh, last few years, not, not only with the Leafs, but of course last year as well with the uh, Avalanche for his hit on Falk uh, in that uh, St. Louis uh, Blues Ooh. series. But uh, great stuff with Jimmy and Andrew. A uh, short show today with just the two games. Uh, good news on the horizon. We might have our uh, good friend and our colleague Alex B. Smith back tomorrow uh, on the show. Looking forward to seeing him again. He's still back home tending to family and uh, matters uh, back home, but uh, says he's probably going to be available to join us at least for tomorrow's show, play it by ear the rest of the week. So uh, it would be exciting and great to have Alex back tomorrow on the Tuesday edition Definitely. of the show. And it's going to be a big Tuesday card. Uh, we got a lot of games to break down. In fact, 11 games on the schedule for Tuesday night uh, in the NHL. So looking forward to the show tomorrow. Before we get to best bets, a reminder, the NHL season is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, is an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. doesn't matter if it's a one-timer, a deflection, a breakaway. However they light the lamp, you win. If DraftKings isn't a av- sportsbook isn't available in your state, don't worry. They won't leave you empty-handed. You could still play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bet time. Slim pickings. Not much to choose from. Only two games. Uh, But Jimmy Murphy, what do you got for us for best bet? I'm going to go with that under in the Tampa game, guys, uh, and the Islanders. uh, Like I said, I just think it's going to be a good goaltenders duel and 2-1 type game I'm seeing there. All right, New York Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning, under five and a half. Uh, best bet for uh, Jimmy Murphy. Andrew, uh, best bet. Um, I'm going to be fading uh, the Islanders the rest of this road trip for them. So I'll give me Tampa. Uh, as long as they stay focused off that big win they had, which was a few days ago, I think they'll be ready to go. And I hate I hate using this expression, but uh, after a slower start to the season, I think they have the swagger back. All right, like in the uh, New York uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 130 uh, against the New York Islanders. Best bet for Andrew. Uh, my best bet's going to be uh, Detroit uh, by default, and it's only going to be a small bet, nothing significant. On a on a regular card and a bigger card, this would not be my best bet on the show, but by default today, this is my best bet. So keep it small if you're betting it because it's only a small bet for me, but it's the only one I've got. It's Detroit uh, plus 116 uh, against Columbus. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this uh, Monday NHL card. And we'll have a lot more to choose from tomorrow, and it'll be a much bigger card, guaranteed. Take the over on number of games on my NHL card tomorrow, uh, for sure, uh, certainly when you're comparing it to today. But it's been a great run. The best bets are rip-roaring now uh, and in good form. A sweep over the weekend for me with best bets. Minnesota-Seattle over on Saturday. Uh, Calgary in regulation yesterday. Uh, so the best bets are in good form. We're looking to keep it going here on the ice, guys. 
thanks to everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it. A uh, reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Make sure you download the podcast when you can't watch the Ice Guys live. For Jimmy Murphy and Andrew McGinnis, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.